Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Recruiting Every Second, the show on the Believe Podcast Network that covers everything and all things SEC football recruiting. I am your host, Blaine Gilmer, and so thankful to have you joining us once again to cover the latest and greatest that is going on in the ever-changing world of SEC football recruiting and we are halfway through the July dead period here, coming off that just frenetic pace, that unbelievable amount of visits that took place in the month of June. And now teams are starting to reap the benefits, uh, see the fruits of their labor, so to speak, in the month of July here with some programs picking up some commitments here, some programs getting into some top groups. And that's going to be our focus here on the news and notes section of this broadcast and then later we will have a feature interview with Andrew Bone from Bama Insider the Rivals Alabama affiliate on the Rivals network and very excited that Andrew was able to join us and give us a little insight into Alabama football recruiting uh things starting off a little bit slower than normal for Alabama uh but Andrew's here to give all the details on why and whether or not Alabama fans should be worried by the start of how things are going. So all of that coming up a little bit later. I do want to get into some of these commitments that have come up lately from programs like Ole Miss and Tennessee. These are guys that Josh Heupel and Lane Kiffin are really betting on to be able to come in and continue the growth of those programs. And speaking of betting, guys, July is underway and a great month for sports. So if you're into sports betting, Bet Online is where you can find it. The show today is brought to you by Bet Online. From NBA and hockey playoffs to baseball's marquee matchups, including prop bets and futures, Bet Online has all the latest odds, news, and information for all your online sports betting needs. Visit the website today or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. So whatever you put in, 50% on top of that for your welcome bonus. So before the next tip-off, face-off, or pitch, head over to betonline.ag and start playing today. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. So always thankful for Bet Online for sponsoring the show, being the, the presenter of recruiting every second 
this week. And now, guys, like as, as I mentioned, we are going to get into some of those latest commitments. Programs that had multiple, we'll start first with Tennessee. They picked up on on the 12th, they picked up a big wide receiver out of the Memphis area, Cameron Miller. And one thing for Josh Heupel and any program, whether it's in Arkansas and Ole Miss, a, a program that's trying to get back to where they want to be in the SEC hierarchy, so to speak. One thing you have to do is lock down your state. We've said it over and over again here on Recruiting Every Second. And getting Cameron Miller, four-star wide receiver out of Memphis, a big-bodied guy. He's getting up you know, around 6'1", 200 pounds. Just someone who is able to really uh, create separation um, with their frame, has tremendous ball skills so a guy like Cameron Miller coming in that's a big win for Josh Heupel um, who definitely is going to utilize those receivers to the utmost there in Knoxville and Tennessee also brought in a big interior offensive lineman and Maurice Clipper out of Milton High School in Alpharetta if you're playing you're able to play at Milton uh, one of the premier schools in the state of Georgia that 7a classification there in Georgia. If you're able to play and impress there, then you are, regardless of how many stars you have beside your name or things like that, you are a player. Uh, Maurice listed around six foot four, maybe six five, three hundred pounds, and uh, he committed to Tennessee back on July 10th. Now, as I mentioned, Ole Miss was another program that had multiple commitments. They actually had three commitments here in the last week. So, We'll touch on all those real quick. That is That would be Jeremiah Dillon was a wide receiver commit out of Tylertown, Mississippi. So Lane Kiffin, once again, holding on to the state of Mississippi there, which he's done well in his short tenure so far and uh, really is trying to outpace uh, Mike Leach for some of that, that talent there in the state and uh, kind of winning the egg bowl of recruiting, it seems, so far, even though uh, Mississippi State had a lot of uh, commits early on in this process, Lane Kiffin and company starting to catch up in that process. And then he goes outside the state for next two. So that is so the key is you got to take care of the best talent in your state, try to lock that down, and then strategically go after uh, some guys that you think are going to fit into your program. He's able to bring in two linemen here um, on the – right in the trenches so two offensive tackles one out of Clearwater Florida and Preston Cushman uh three star who is listed at 6'5 285 um offensive tackle and then also able to bring in Timmy Gagafian out of Houston Texas six foot six 290 so a uh long rangy athletic lineman there uh Ole Miss is able to stack up in that in that class so with these multiple commits for tennessee and for old miss that brings tennessee up to and they have 11 commits in the class and they're 34th in the country right now josh heupel's crew is and old miss is 45th in the country with 10 commits so those three have really tried to close the gap as i mentioned on mississippi state kind of in that egg bowl recruiting mississippi state has 15 commitments so uh, Ole Miss, not real worried about 
the big gap that they had there, you know, kind of falling behind for the longest. They only had, you know, two, three commitments, but uh, Lane Kiffin starting to find the guys that he wants and rack those up. And in the class, he also has four four stars. Tennessee sitting it with three four stars in their eleven commits. So these teams are starting to round into form here. Also, teams that picked up commitments recently in the SEC are Vanderbilt and Missouri. Missouri's commitment came from Jalen Marshall, uh, a defensive lineman out of Overland from originally from Overland Park, Kansas three-star committed to Missouri on July 13th. And then also Vanderbilt, Barton Simmons and, and crew over there continue to celebrate these these recruiting victories. And uh, they're, they're really just marketing this program, him and Clark Lee, in a unique way. Steven Sanian Enola out of Quince Orchard, just a factory of talent there in the Gaithersburg, Maryland, DMV area. So a safety 62180 makes his way over to Vanderbilt. And LSU also picked up a commitment since our last show in Fitzgerald West, a defensive lineman, 6'2", 325, a guy who can do that that uh, two-gap type scheme there for Ed Orgeron up front. So those are the recent commitments. There's also been some players that narrowed down top groups here recently, one being running back Damari Alston. Damari Alston is out of Woodward Academy in Georgia, and he is down to three schools, two of them being SEC schools, Auburn. Uh, Brian Harson really pushing hard, him and Mike Bobo, to bring in a downhill slashing style running back in Damari Austin. Of course, LSU, uh, Austin had a great official visit out there, and Northwestern, also a program that has made the top three for Damari Austin. Really, really good running back in the class of 2022. And then also uh, staying in the class of 2022, maybe the top player in the entire class, Walter Nolan, drops his top five, four of which of those schools are from the SEC. Of course, his home state, Tennessee. Alabama is right there. Georgia, who may be the leader at this point for Walter Nolan. Florida in the mix, who uh, a lot of people thought was some buzz after his official visit there that they would be the leader, and then you can't discount Michigan either. But I think right now that this could end up being a uh, Georgia-Alabama battle with maybe Michigan being the dark horse there. Uh, I know Walter Nolan went on the scavenger hunt. Georgia had late in their recruiting process there, and he got to spend a lot of quality time with Kirby Smart one-on-one. So Walter Nolan drops his top five. Who knows uh, when a decision could be made by Walter, but – Certainly feels like Georgia has a lot of momentum in there. And uh, speaking of some of those battles right now, Andrew Bone is going to go into that. I uh, want to remind everybody that today's show is brought to you by Bet Online, and we're going to get into our feature interview with Andrew Bone. And now for our feature guest here on Recruiting Every Second, the feature interview is going to be with Mr. Andrew Bone. Andrew is the senior recruiting reporter for Bama Insider since 2012. He's been with uh, Bama Insider. So bringing on right now, senior recruiting reporter, Andrew Bone. Andrew, how are you doing? I'm doing good. Doing good. You know, nice Tuesday night. I'm sitting out here. I'm um, my wife's or actually my uh, my mother-in-law, excuse me, my mother-in-law's screen porch. 
as my wife and I have been out of our house for the last uh, uh, going on three months right now as our house is being renovated. So uh, I've just been living the life at my mother-in-law's house for the last few months. So uh, uh, it couldn't be better. So folks, life has been absolutely crazy for Andrew Bone. He's not only not been living in his own house, but he's been dealing with arguably the busiest and craziest month in recruiting history in like recent memory. I mean, that month of June, Andrew, just tell everybody what it was like covering June for Alabama football recruiting. Well, it was like, you know, nothing I've ever seen before in terms of, you know, just the amount of prospects that we've seen, uh, you know, every single day, you know, not just, uh, you know, kids coming in for football camps, but you have your unofficial guys that are coming in, you know, is they're hitting you know, multiple SEC schools, multiple schools throughout the entire country. Uh, you had so many official visitors. Never seen this many official visitors in one month before. You know, we see kids visiting in the month of uh, you know, December, January. And I, I guess you can kind of compare it to January in terms of the official visitors. I mean, it was just you know, absolutely crazy. Just so many kids deciding to you know, take their official visits all in the month of June. But it was all their first visits. You know, what we really started to see now is a lot of these kids, they're going on these trips. Well, it's an official visit. They're blown away. They're, uh, you know, maybe may, you know, maybe close to making a decision. But then they start to, you know, get back home. They start thinking about it a little bit more. They start thinking, you know what? I have a lot of time before I have to make a decision. Things are kind of in reverse right now. You're taking your official visits First, now, instead of taking in your junior days or taking in uh, spring games, uh, summer visits, uh, fall visits to games, and then you take those official visits after the season, it started with the official visits. So, you know, everyone was kind of expecting a lot of these commitments to drop, to happen. Uh, as soon as all these official visits took place in the month of June, what they didn't realize is kids were finally going to sit back and say, you know what, these were great trips. I want to go see these programs again because I've only seen them one time I want to go back and see them again this fall I want to go to a game and experience that atmosphere I want these head coaches to come into my home sit down with my family recruit me and uh, that's why we're starting to see a lot more kids uh, push back on making these decisions even though a lot of I know a lot of fans have been itching for a lot of commitments to happen uh, you know for a lot of the top programs throughout the country that you know are kind of sitting back you know kind of waiting to uh, to see when these kids are going to make uh, commitments but I think we're going to see probably you know some commitments happen before the season there's no doubt about it we always see it uh, happen before kids get into their senior season uh, get into you know trying to focus on graduating early uh, or really just focusing on academics and really just try to have a life as a senior in high school uh, you know people kind of forget about that these kids actually you know want to enjoy their you know their final few months with uh, you know with their classmates with their friends so uh, it's not all about recruiting but uh, you know I think we are going to start seeing a lot more kids hold out, wait until the fall, wait until they take some games before they start making their decisions. Absolutely. That is, uh, we are here with Andrew Bone. You can follow him using Andrew J. Bone on Twitter. And like I said, over on BamaInsider.com. And Andrew, you mentioned the just inordinate amount of official visitors. That last weekend for Alabama with guys like Jake Pope, Tyler Booker, uh, Bear Alexander. I mean, it was just loaded with a ton, a ton of, ton of people there on that official visit. How many official visitors were there that last weekend? And it was just a incredibly talented bunch. Yeah, I know they had eleven official visitors on campus, but the, uh, they also had 
a lot more going on that week. And they had uh, their final football camp was on Saturday. They had, they, they had different kids coming in uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, just for unofficial visits. So, you know, you had those 10 official visitors, but you also had you know, a big name wide receiver like Evan Stewart out of Texas, who was in town just for a few days for an unofficial visit. So there was just so many kids. And that was really kind of the storyline throughout the entire month of, uh, of June. You had you know, a lot of kids visiting for camps. Uh, then you had the official visitors. Uh, you know, like we said earlier, a lot of unofficial visitors. But you know, Alabama ended up having 10 total football camps in the month of June. So you had, uh, you know, your your eight high school football camps, you know, ninth through 12th grade coming in, uh, you know, all different positions. But you also had O-line, D-line camp. You had a, um, you had a special teams camp. Uh, Alabama had what they call the you know, champions cookout, but they didn't really promote it that big. It was just kind of one, it's kind of one of those things. If you're in town, uh, we're having this cookout on Friday night. It's, you know, we're not trying to get all of our top uh, targets in uh, Tuscaloosa this one weekend, this one event. Uh, you know, they just say, you know, if you're in a, on an official visit, we're having a cookout. If you're on an unofficial visit, come to the cookout. If you're a local kid or if you're somebody just passing through, come to the cookout. They, they don't really make a big deal out of it. But, you know, I think for the most part, Alabama had, you know, about 99% of its key targets on campus in the month of June. And many of those guys for the very first time, and, you know, same way with, you know, all the other programs throughout the country. No doubt. And Alabama has picked up some recruiting momentum here of late uh, with in last couple of weeks with some some nice commitments to them, a couple of four-star commitments and a three-star. Um, Amari Nyblack, kind of a name that maybe shot up here late, uh, came out, came a little bit out of uh, out of nowhere, and then Antonio Kite and Jeremiah Alexander. So kind of talk about those those uh, three commitments that Alabama's picked up here recently. Yeah, for Alabama fans, it was kind of a slow start to the recruiting game, and some people – think it still is kind of slow because there's only 10 commitments but I think with Alabama they really wanted to wait and evaluate kids kind of throughout uh, the summer because you even though you go on rivals.com you look at all the rankings that are out there you see the five stars the four stars the you know all the kids in the top 100 you still want to evaluate these kids because you can't trust <laughs> you can't trust this recruiting experts so you've got to see these guys for yourself because a lot of these times you know, the recruiting guys haven't you know haven't seen them in person just because it's been a COVID year. You, you know, you haven't had a chance to really evaluate these kids. There was a lot of kids that went to camps and got evaluated, but there was a lot of top players who didn't go to camps, who didn't go out throughout the spring and get seen by, uh, by recruiting experts throughout the country. So a lot of these pro players, regardless if they were five-star, if they were four-star, they were three-stars, you know, they had to get evaluated. You know, it didn't matter if you're a, you know, a top 10 overall player in the country, you still have to get evaluated, whether that's, height and weight, um, you know, just getting your measurements. If, uh, you know, maybe they need, they need you to work out. And, you know, some kids probably don't like that because they're, you know, like we said, they're a five-star recruit. So a lot of those kids don't like to do that. But, you know, with Alabama, I think with Amari Knobloch, um, you know, he came in, you know, hadn't really been to any camps, hadn't really been anywhere, um, measured as in at six foot four, uh, 228 pounds, I think he ran a four five eight forty uh, at the uh, at the Tides <laughs> camp, and and they immediately offered, and, and that's what you know a lot of these programs are out there doing. They're they're having to evaluate these players in person, and if you're a program like Alabama or Georgia or Clemson, Ohio State, uh, you want to see these guys in person. If you make an offer to them 
right now, it's not because they're a backup plan. It's because they saw this guy and they want him. They wanted him, and you know they feel like he's an elite player and can make a big impact in their program. So, you know, if you see any summer uh, offers go out there, if you see any fall offers go out there, I don't think it's going to be you know that big of a difference this year, just because I think uh, I think the rankings are probably a little bit skewed right now, uh, and I think it, in the end it's all going to get shaken out. I mean, it's it's going to work out in the end for a lot of these uh, you know top kids who are, you know finally getting evaluated, finally getting seen. You know, but with Alabama, I think you know the last few guys that they've gotten commitments from, uh, you know, very talented talented prospects. We talked about uh, Nob Black a little bit. Uh, Jeremiah Alexander, one of the best edge uh, defenders in the entire country. Former Alabama commitment and then ends up back in the Tides recruiting class. You know, we thought when he decommitted from Alabama back in the fall uh, that Georgia was in the driver's seat for him. And, and I feel like they were. I, I think when he uh, decommitted from Alabama, Georgia was in great position for him. But and I kept telling our fans on BamaInsider.com, I kept saying, you know, the longer he decides to hold out, the better it probably is for Alabama. But if he makes a decision anytime soon, it's definitely going to be for Georgia. And I remember talking to him before the Alabama-Georgia game. And, you know, a lot of you know, different recruiting analysts do this in terms of getting predictions from recruits on, on, uh, on, on the big game. So I was talking to all these different recruits, getting predictions on the Alabama-Georgia game. And he was one of the only ones that told me, in terms of being an Alabama commitment, I believe Georgia's going to win. And you don't necessarily hear that yeah. from some of the kids that are committed to, uh, uh, you know, to a certain program and they predict another program to win the game. So you never yeah. hear that. And, you know, I know that fired up the, uh, the Alabama fan base at the time, you know, wondering, you know, was he a solid commitment? And then, you know, within about a month, uh, after that, he had decommitted from Alabama, but ends up taking a visit over to Clemson uh, back in, uh, I think it was the first weekend of June, came out and said Clemson was his favorite. And, and um, you know, I don't know if I ever really believed that. I, I think they, they did blow him away during their visit, but I still kind of thought, all right, he hasn't visited Georgia yet. He hasn't, you know, taken that visit back to Alabama. And once he, uh, you know, made those trips, he kind of, you know, evened things back up. Now, in the end, he did end up choosing uh, Alabama. He says over Clemson that Georgia was uh, was third on his list. But, um, you know, I kind of felt like at the time he was going to commit to Alabama. And, you know, just another, you know, one of those elite edge defenders uh, that Alabama's been so good about uh, landing over the last several years. And then uh, Antonio Kite, you know, very intriguing prospect, six foot two, uh, about 185 pounds, uh, was a standout basketball player for Anniston High School, just came off a uh, state championship and really didn't play football until his junior season in high school. Uh, you know, had a great season, had six interceptions and uh, ends up going down to Alabama's camp back in early June, but actually didn't work out. He, uh, you know, I think Coach's staff really just wanted to see him in person. They had offered him uh, back in the fall and, uh, you know, really liked him a lot. And I think you know, once Alabama kind of saw his size, they said, you know, this guy, you know, is uh, is one of our top targets. So you know, they took a commitment from him. He actually committed during his uh, early visit to Alabama in June. He ended up taking some other official visits, Tennessee, Florida State, uh, South Carolina, UCF after that, but had committed to Alabama privately uh, before those trips. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I think Alabama uh, just really liked him. He's a great in-state player. Um, like I said, he was only played football for one season and, you know, was a standout basketball player, had a lot of offers in basketball, uh, but has decided to shut down things in basketball. Now he's going to play as a senior, but he's not going to play 
in college, not even going to walk on. So he's just going to focus completely on football uh, once he gets to Alabama. Absolutely. Here on Recruiting Every Second, talking with Andrew Bone. Those are the melodious tones of Andrew Bone you're hearing. So pleasant that even the birds are chirping outside <laughs> listening to the to the Alabama recruiting updates right here. And if you like everything that you heard so far, um, make sure if you're an Alabama fan or if you're someone who just likes to keep up with SC football recruiting in general, make sure to go over, subscribe to uh, Bama Insider. You'll get all of this information plus more player quotes, everything like that on Bama Insider as it happens. Uh, so make sure to do that. Follow Andrew if you don't already, Andrew J. Bone on Twitter. And uh, Andrew, you know, we're talking about this class. They've got 10 commitments, ranked 12th in the rivals recruiting rankings, and none of them are five stars yet for Alabama. That's the that's the shocking thing. All, uh, you know, Alabama usually brings in several uh, five-star um, commitments per year, things like that. And I'm sure they will as time goes on here. Uh, but like you said, a little bit slower start. Um, let's talk a little bit about some of those guys that they're going after the the most coveted uh, top of the line guys. Um, and a lot of these, uh, for those of you who don't know, I also write for UGASports.com, which is the Georgia affiliate on the Rivals uh, Network. And there's a lot of Georgia-Alabama battles uh, going on right now, uh, Andrew, which has become – Par for the course, you know, Nick Saban, right. Kirby Smart, the relationship there, of course. Now, uh, guys like Walter Nolan, Tyler Booker, you know, to, uh, Jake Pope. There's a lot. Omari Kelly, even. There's a lot of Georgia-Alabama battles. I know Omari, Omari Kelly from Trustville there in Alabama. He told me himself, uh, Alabama, Georgia are the, the the top two for him. So just kind of take us through maybe some of those uh, highly coveted prospects and battles that are going on here as we approach this fall. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah I think you know, on the offense side of the ball, um, especially with the wide receiver position, because they already have their top quarterback commitment you know, on board in Ty Simpson. They have two running backs and Emmanuel Henderson and, and Le'Veon Moss. Where the wide receiver is going to come from? That signed a great group of receivers in the uh, in 2021 class, four rivals, 100 receivers. Uh, but they're still going after some big names, and certainly want to get some some guys on board. And you know, I think they certainly hope they can get some on board soon. Um, you know, a couple of the big names at the receiver position that they really like a lot: Evan Stewart uh, out of Texas, certainly one of their top overall targets that they've been going after. Now, Evan's not going to be making a decision uh, anytime soon. I think he's going to wait a while and, and possibly, you know, wait until the fall or, you know, even closer to the early signing period before he makes that decision. Uh, Barry and Brown, uh, definitely one of the top wide receivers in the uh, in the country uh, out of Nashville, probably going to be making a decision within the next month sometime. And then you know, one other wide receiver I wanted to mention is somebody that, really stole the spotlight at Alabama's camp earlier this, or I guess earlier this summer, uh, now that we're in July, but uh, but certainly a, uh, a guy that we want to talk about is Kobe Prentice. 5'11", 178 pounds, ran a 4.35-40 at Alabama's football camp. And this is, you know, one of one of these cases where you got to wait and see kids in camp. You got to evaluate guys. Um, you know, you may have to Maryland right now, correct? 
currently committed to Maryland. He committed to Maryland and I think Alabama, I think they were planning on extending him an offer. He didn't know that they were going to extend him an offer. So he went ahead and committed to Maryland. And the next day, Alabama let him know that he had a, had an offer from them. So, you know, wouldn't be surprised if he's in Alabama's uh, recruiting class. So uh, certainly going to be watching uh, him pretty closely. Now on the offensive line, you know, certainly some uh, some big targets out there. You know, Tyler Booker and Elijah Pritchard, two guys that, you know, I know that Alabama and Georgia are certainly, uh, certainly battling for right now. You know, Pritchard's going to take things a little bit into the fall, wants to attend some games before making that decision. Now, Tyler Booker, I do think it ends up coming down to Alabama and Georgia for him, you know, monster offense lineman from IMG Academy and, uh, you know, certainly one of, uh, you know, uh, the Tide and Dogs top uh, top overall target. So I think it's going to be, a, you know, certainly a, uh, an interesting battle. You know, he did say he was going to make a decision sometime in July, but recently uh, said that, you know, he's going to kind of uh, just wait it out a little bit. You know, he's going to make that decision when the timing feels right. Uh, so that could be – it could be in July. could be in August. It could, could be in December. So we're going to have to just wait and see, uh, you know, when he ends up making that decision. But certainly a, um, you know, big target for uh, for both of those programs. And, you know, then on the defense side of the ball, you know, just a lot of big names that are out there. Alabama, you know, just picked up the Antonio Kite defensive back, but certainly involved with you know several other top defensive backs throughout the country. Denver Harris uh, out of Texas, five star, and uh, Earl Little Jr. Uh, out of American Heritage in Plantation, Florida. Those are two guys uh, that I feel you know very strongly are going to end up in Alabama's recruiting class um, as of right now on the defensive line. I actually just put out a, a defensive line big board on BamaInsider.com. So if you want to know where all of those defensive line targets are going to go, where they're leaning right now, uh, you can go over to BamaInsider.com and check that out. But I will throw out you know, a few names that Alabama is certainly involved in. Uh, one of them is certainly Walter Nolan, um, mm-hmm. you know, five-star defensive tackle uh, out of Tennessee, certainly a big target for for a lot of schools and just came out with uh, with the top five a few days ago. Uh, you know, certainly a guy that Alabama and Georgia are going to be battling for, but uh, he certainly likes several other schools, including uh, LSU, uh, Michigan, and uh, and Florida. So uh, that's going to be a recruitment that we're going to see, you know, go down all the way until the uh, till the very end. The same with Bear Alexander, uh, the five-star former uh, Georgia commitment uh, out of mm-hmm. Texas. And, you know, he visited several schools in the month of June, uh, including – you know, Georgia, Alabama, uh, Texas A&M. You know that's the program that a lot of a lot of schools feel like uh, he could end up going to. But uh, but I certainly feel like you know Alabama and Georgia are, uh, are definitely going to be strong contenders uh, in his recruitment. And in I White, uh, you know, yeah. Rivals one hundred uh, linebacker, defensive end. You know, really kind of one of those another one of those edge type players. That, uh, you know, it says that he's going to be announcing a top four relatively soon. He you know, hasn't said when he's going to do that yet, but uh, but you know, I, I can imagine Alabama, Georgia certainly going to be on that list along with Florida and uh, and Ohio State. Those are the, those, yeah. I guess that's my prediction of who the top four schools are going to no be uh, for him. But uh, but yeah, I mean. Hey, this is uh, you know, we're kind of at the halfway point right now in this in this recruiting world. I mean, you know, we're starting to see, like I said, a lot of these kids wanting to wait it out, wanting to wait until the fall so they can go to these games and enjoy these visits um, before they make their decisions. So uh, there, there's just a lot more to go in this uh, in, in this year's recruiting class. It's going to be a lot of fun. Absolutely. Here with 
Andrew Bone. You can follow me using Andrew J. Bone on Twitter, senior recruiting reporter for BamaInsider.com. And last thing I want to ask you, Andrew, in terms of recruiting for Alabama, I always tell people now Alabama doesn't have to recruit anymore. They just invite uh, because of the success they've had. I mean, that, that's really, um, you know, how it is. But do you feel, and I've asked a couple guys this, especially, but not with anybody from Alabama, with Alabama having had so much success, so much talent accumulation on that roster, and the main draw at Alabama and programs like Alabama, Clemson, and Ohio State before NIL came into play was, okay, you're going to get developed for the pros, you're going to win championships. Now, with NIL, there's an added, added narrative, and do you feel like negative recruiting is going to come into play against Alabama where a team like an Ole Miss or a Kentucky or a second-tier SEC team maybe says, that's fine, you can go to Alabama, you can go to Georgia, you may sit for two or three years, and you're not going to have the marketability that you have at, if you come here and start as a freshman or you come here and play, play early on and we can get you uh, exposure like that. What, what's your opinion on that? I mean, I, I think it's kind of a wait and see type deal. I mean, I certainly think that, uh, you know, money is going to start talking a little bit, uh, you know, in these deals. And it's certainly going to be something that, you know, a lot of programs are going to use, uh, you know, to battle against, you know, the big dogs in the country, you know, whether that's Alabama or Georgia or Clemson or Ohio State. Uh, you know, other programs are going to be coming after. I mean, you know, obviously, you know, Texas has a lot that they can sell. USC has a lot that they can sell. Georgia Tech, right there in Atlanta. Yeah, Will they benefit but uh but you know i think with programs like alabama and auburn you know they're going to continue to have success obviously uh you know being the 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 main programs uh you know there's no pro sports teams in the uh in the state of alabama so those programs uh should be uh should be just fine but uh, yeah it's gonna be interesting to see what kind of happens with uh with, with some of these you know i hate calling them second tier type programs but uh but below the the top dollars yeah. right now um yeah i certainly think that um you know, those programs are certainly going to benefit and, you know, certainly going to be, you know, at least trying to sell that, uh, you know, to these top recruits that they can come in and, uh, you know, make a big impact in that regard. Oh, what I'm looking forward to is the the first uh, couple of Alabama players that signed uh, with media outlets to to talk stuff. I bet Nick Saban is just going to love that. Just absolutely, that that will be just so right up his alley. Having players have unfettered access to media that's going to be great. That's right. That's right. And the wheel we'll we'll be looking forward to that. <laughs> absolutely. So, uh, guys, that that's gonna. We've been talking to Andrew here for about 22, 23 minutes, and we've just scratched the surface of Alabama recruiting. So, if you want to know everything, make sure go over to BamaInsider.com. Again, follow Andrew using at Andrew J Bone on Twitter. Andrew, thanks so much for coming on. Yeah, absolutely. Any anytime. Absolutely. So that's this episode of Recruiting Every Second, and we'll catch you next time. Presented by Bet Online. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. 
Paramount Plus Essential Plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions.